It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the John and Paul radio show brought to you by adventuresinministry.com, the Palisades Church of Christ, and the Lads Leaders Program. We are happy that you're here with us today, back from a long um, summer break. Uh, with, with me, as always, is John Podine. I'm Paul Sperlin. This is The Late Show. Uh, as we are trying to get things together here, <laughs> Master P, John Podine has got us all connected. I think we're ready to go. Apologize for the 25-minute delay. I think we finally got it going, Paul. We are. <laughs> the best things come to those who wait. That's correct, and we have finally uh, got us, got started here. We are, man, Paul, it's been a little while. We're back. We already got people joining us to uh, to watch us today. That is awesome. I don't yeah. think they're joining us to watch us. I think they just care what we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> do we really have anything to say? I got a couple things. We, we've got like two months of inspiration. <laughs> we do. Oh, man, it's so glad to see all of you back. Wow, it's so great. Uh, Raul's joining us already. I, I got to see, see Raul uh, last week. Yeah, last Saturday. Uh, uh, actually, about before then. Uh, his wife just had surgery yesterday, so Raul, we're, we're praying well. And that she's Definitely. doing well. Uh, is there no sound coming through? That's not a good thing. No. Um, well, who's asking? Raul. Okay. <laughs> Let's find out. There is no sound coming through. Oh, so they heard uh, absolutely nothing of that. That was a masterful intro. That was a masterful intro. Can you like do the music again? Um, <laughs> as soon as I can figure out what's going on. Um, here. here, you keep talking, Paul. They can hear us through this. They can hear us through what? Talking through the iPad now. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Um, well, we have had a, um, a, a two months. There we go. I think we got We're back. We're yes. Back. Do we need to start over? I think so. <laughs> that was good. Here we go, good everybody. Again. We'll good start again. over. Good Caleb again. said at least we're happy to look at. Oh, yay. We're going to plug that, by the way. Oh, I forgot to press play. Press play. <laughs> we are having a great a redo. Day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Live radio, it's the best. Welcome to the John and Paul Radio Show, brought to you by AdventuresInMinistry.com, the Palisades Church of Christ, and the Last Leaders Program. We are glad you're here with us. With me, as always, is John Podine. I'm Paul Sperlin. We are back, and we are ready to share God's message with you about all things ministry, and then also get into a little college football later on in the day. We've been gone for two months, but we're back. And, John, it's good to be together. It's good to be talking to our listening audience right now. It is really good to be talking to our listening audience. We are so glad that you're joining us again. Wanted to say, let's start this over again. Want to say shout out to Raul, who's watching oh, yeah. us. Uh, uh, got to see <laughs> a couple weeks ago, or a couple of weeks or so ago. His wife just had surgery, so uh, uh, praying for her and that she is uh, doing well. Uh, we got man, we got a bunch of people joining. Blake Jones is in. Colin Little is in. Caleb's wow. in. Alex Currington is in. Oh my! Alex is even in. He said, I think while the sound was out, Paul said he thought Auburn would ship would win the ship this year. 
He did. I did not think that was said. He did. Um, I did not think that was said. I can see Alex Carrington thinking and hoping and wishing that I said that, but (laughs) not at all. Um, Jeremy Pate's joining us. You'll be shocked at uh, what I might say about that. There's that. Jeremy, Jeremy, how are you doing? Good to see you guys. Uh, Jeremy will be moving to Montgomery here. Yeah, I heard he was coming to town, so I had to get out. Yeah, Uh, that's what it was. That's what it was. (laughs) <laughs> you took I'm actually there. really sad we couldn't hang out. That's kind of oh, weird. Oh, man. But we are glad to join us. I know us. he'll do great things down there. We apologize a little bit for the technical difficulties. Uh, in our, We're working on our new studio in here. There will probably five or six different looks of the <laughs> yeah. studio before we actually get it right. But we are right now in Paradise. I'm sorry. I mean, we are at the Palisades Church building uh, here at the Palisades Church of Christ here in the Magic City. And um, the new location of Adventures in Ministry. Uh, and so we are here, and as as um, we're, we'll mention in a few moments, uh, John is now working for the Ladsledge program. They are um, thankfully one of our new sponsors uh, for for this program, and also um, the congregation here, the good good people, the good church here, the Palisades Church. So uh, excited about those two opportunities, and uh, and our opportunities as is part of our discussion as we get into the ministry talk about uh, revamping, uh, wiping the slate clean, and rebooting your ministry. Starting fresh, starting new, and so um, we'll get into that in a few minutes. Before we do that, John, I think it's interesting and good to, to at this point talk about a few events coming up that um, that we probably need to make mention of and to to share uh, as we'll be um, as you and I will be on the road here pretty soon. We are going to be on the September's road. September is a busy soon. month. September is a real busy month. I mean, let's put it this way: um, I just got off the road for about eleven days. Spent 11 days in Texas. Texas jaunt. In Texas. Um, That's only like my third time in the state of Texas. Really? Did you know that? No. The the other times was for for CYC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So so it was very interesting. It was kind of cool going around to some of these places um, that uh, um, they told me, be careful driving down the road because there could be giant tarantulas walking across the street. Like we see turtles walking across the street here, armadillos. I would think it would be a different fit feeling oh. and seeing tarantulas versus turtles. It still gives me the creep. I don't thing. rush to run over turtles. I'll just put it that way. I won't be rushing to run over <laughs> over anything. Um, but, yeah, man, it was great. Had a good time. But then we are going. We're going to be in um, Tennessee yeah. a couple times in yeah. in um, uh, September. The weekend of the ninth, we'll be up in uh, Goodlettsville. 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 Yeah, Goodlettsville. Yep. Uh, on the ninth, uh, as they'll have their the um, area wide devotional as they'll be hosting there, and so uh, John will be leading singing, I'll be speaking, and then we'll share a little info about Exposure Youth Camp. So please consider that and remember that all through the year. Those of you who have always gone, and those of you who haven't but would like to, please um, uh, send me a note, uh, send me some information. Let me get in touch with you as as we give you more information for Exposure Youth Camp, uh, and that is uh, Paul at pbsym dot com, and I'll get with you, make a make an appointment on a Sunday evening to come out and be a part of, of, of worship with you and sit down with you and talk to you about that. As we here at, at Palisades, you know, have our Bible study at 930, worship 1030, and our PM worship is one. So we're um, open in the evening time to come visit you for that as well. But, yeah, Goodlessville, um, Tennessee, the Goodlessville Congregation, right. uh, Cliff Hand and company, uh, who brings the group to exposure, uh, will have, have us up there. So we are really looking forward to that. On that day, and then again, the end of the month, actually my birthday, on the 30th of September, we'll be up at the Allen Church of Christ with uh, Caleb mm-hmm. Sampson, and so we're looking really forward to that, to be with him for their friends and family day. So if you're in that area, north North Tennessee, 
almost the Kentucky State line. Um, keep that in mind as we'll be up there with him. And um, we'll have uh, Bible study and then worship. Similar scenario, except Bible study, we're actually answering some questions um, uh, from uh, the, of the experience of Exposure Youth Camp and and the the, uh, the, the impact the impact that it makes in the lives of Christians today. So, so we're looking forward to that um, on the 30th of September. Hey, we got a lot of people already joining us. Uh, Caleb did say back on the Texas thing, he said when it rains, they the tarantulas come out and it's like hitting a speed bump. I think the tarantula story is going to take over. Good night. I'm just glad when it rained while we were in Dallas, but when we were in South, like San Antonio and that area, yeah. it did not rain. It was hot. In fact, my little weather app said very hot. That's all it said for the temperature. Very um, hot. We do already got some football questions. Gary Raspberry asked me, uh, how does, uh, do I think, um, um, how the Florida Gators are going to do this year? Gary is asking, about Gary's asking about how the Florida Gators will do. Yeah, he's already asking me that. <laughs> That's interesting. We're <laughs> <laughs> getting sound coming back in multiple areas. Talk shoe. Is Talk shoe has changed. Rocking my world right now. Let me just say that. Uh, don't bother calling in <laughs> because um, the number has changed and it's like a six oh five number yeah. and. All of our graphics are wrong, so um, that that just happened. Yeah, so, but that's okay. Um, but we'll get back. We'll get, we'll update that for for next week's show and get that out there so we can we can talk and do stuff. Getting back to Gary, uh, it's curious. He's asking about Florida. I may have asked him to rise you a little bit on that. Oh, did um, you really? Yeah, Gary is uh, oh. one of our one of our deacons here at Palisades. Oh man, he actually did have an interesting question, and and um, I'm gonna say it now, but we'll share it later and talk more about it later. Okay. Um, if if let's say SEC. You know, you got the pack, you got the whack, you got um, um, everything going on. If every champion, if every championship game, a team loses but they're undefeated. For example, let's say Alabama goes to the, to the SEC championship game, they they go undefeated mm-hmm. and they lose in the in the SEC championship game. Do they still have the opportunity to go to the to mm-hmm. playoff? That's a good question. Now, let's say three or four champions uh, or, or games mm. end up everybody's undefeated, but but that one team that loses is still only one has one loss, and their only loss is the champion of that of that conference. Uh, is that a scenario that would bring the expansion of the of the playoff system? Mm. Um, I think it's tough to do that. If that scenario occurs, I think that may happen, but but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. First, That's interesting. Topic. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, Gary did something great that I want to encourage everybody to do. Um, click share on this video and share this with folks so we can share the message of what we're talking about here today, um, especially the part we're about to get into right now. And especially the part that Caleb wants to know, what's your favorite cake? <laughs> what's my favorite cake? Yeah, for your birthday. Oh, it's – it's um, oh. Oh. It's between caramel and uh, red velvet. Oh, cool. Yeah, red velvet more. Uh, it tastes awesome, but it also reminds me of Roll Tide. So oh, that. my word. Oh, it's so good. Um, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, so I'll be there for you by birthday. It'll be cool. Um, but but today we're talking about uh, starting fresh in ministry, John. And I think there's really no two people that can talk more about that than the two of us. Man, in, yeah. In, in one room. Yeah, we're in one room. We are in a new room here because uh, uh, Paul and I are in different locations now and uh, doing some different things. And we're okay. We're okay. We're breathing. We're breathing. We're breathing. We communicate occasionally. Yeah. Paul's still mad at me. Oh yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. But, but we are, we are at <laughs> different places. Don't worry, we did not get a divorce. We're, we're still, still friends. Yes, we're still friends. Um, <laughs> in all of this, but uh, you know, it does give a chance, Paul, to kind of um, 
<laughs> the notification chip says the notification says y'all are at Faulkner. <laughs> we are not. We are not on campus at Faulkner right now. Um, we're in Birmingham. <laughs> but um, it does give a chance when you kind of get a fresh start um, in life in general, but also with new jobs to kind of um, and we we got a lot of people watching that are starting new ministry positions. I was going to say, we, could, we should bring Jeremy Payton on this. Yeah, our phone Jeremy number. In. We could call in. We could talk to him about Colin, his new Colin's at a new place. Colin, that's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's so many people that are here that are watching that are new place. But it kind of, you know, talk about it a little bit. Paul, you've been here now since uh, June? June 1? Is yeah, that right? that's correct. So June 1. Um, what's it been like? Um, transition's never easy. Um, the, the, probably the, the, um, one of the worst things to have to do is to move, to back, box everything up and go somewhere else. Especially when, um, you know, Steph and I, we've been married for 20 years. So we have 20 years of garbage. <laughs> and so, I will like, say, word, yes, I will say, we have to move some of it. So he knows. Um, we, oh my goodness, so many trips to the, the dumpster. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but you know, but you pull stuff. You, you, it's, it's, you almost have a cleanse, a cleanse. Of, of life, and and so it's an opportunity to start fresh, start new, um, do some different things. If there's some bad habits, it's an opportunity to to sort of shirk those and get rid of those and start some new ones. So some not new new bad habits, but so some new things that, that help you in your ministry and your in your planning in uh, your organization, which needs to be prime in, in, in a ministry to be successful. And so I think that's one thing that's helped carry me through is, is knowing what you're doing and know what's, what the plan is for the day and what the plan is for tomorrow. Plan it out, you know, and, and, and to spend time in that. Um, so, so, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a, you know, uh, Laney being 10 uh, was probably, to be honest, uh, to be completely honest, probably was the most difficult part of the move. Yeah. It yeah. was the most difficult part of the move. Yeah. Because she was connected. She had friends, and, and um, she loved her school at Redland, and, uh, and her, loved her teachers. Every teacher she had, she loved them. And uh, it was a really difficult transition for her just leaving all of her friends and everything. And uh, she FaceTimes um, Gracie Kate every day. <laughs> I um, can imagine that. They do. They talk every day and uh, and, and ask about other friends and, and other people, too. And so, so, so she still keeps in contact, which is great. But she's in a new school. She's at uh, Payne um, Elementary, Payne Intermediate School in, in Trussell, and she absolutely loves it. And but that's one the saving grace is the fact that she left a good situation and she we moved into a good situation. Mm-hmm. And so that's good for her. The kids is probably the biggest biggest um, when, you, when you make that kind of move. Some people transition the same town, and I'm sorry, but the, the the threat of change is not that big of a deal when you move down the street. Right. But when you move an hour, two hours away from where you were, and, and have to pick up and change and make changes. It's, it's sometimes difficult, but I will say this: as far as the work goes, um, and 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 um, the, and the leadership and the direction and, and the opportunities, uh, it's just of a new situation. You got to know it's a great opportunity. It's a great thing to be able to start fresh and with some new ideas, some new vision, and um, and just um, the opportunities are endless, and it's a really great thing. And plus, uh, without prayer and without God's direction and help, you know, I, I was talking with a good friend of mine this week. Um, uh, Randy Medlin, to be honest, we were talking this week about some stuff, um, Alabama stuff, and, um, and we'll mention talk about that later on too. But uh, it basically ended in, you know, I miss you, but my goodness, um, this is God's plan, and it's going to be fine. You know, good. you know, Jeremy Pate has a nice little comment. There's a moving is from the devil. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. 
Um, you know, you know, it's interesting, Paul, that you said it. You know, especially if anybody's been in ministry um, um, long enough, and mm-hmm. you you've moved. And unless, you know, we, we know some friends, we got some friends of ours, like, uh, I think I'm, I'm thinking right now, of like Jeremy Hynote, you know, he's been at Central in Augusta since he graduated college. That's right. And he's been blessed to be there and they, and they, they love him mm-hmm. and he's been there. Um, but that's a rare, that's a rare occasion, especially within yep. ministry. And if anybody's been in ministry long enough, um, you've probably made a move or two. Mm-hmm. or five or six, you know, however many you have. And it is, it's probably the toughest on the kids because, you know, a lot of kids don't understand whether it's um, a church making a decision or, or it's you making a decision or, or whatever the case may be of, of going to a new place. And so it is, it is kind of difficult a little bit um, on those kids. And, and, and I still remember, you know, the last day, I guess we were there, I guess the moving truck was coming tomorrow, the next day. Yeah. And, yeah. and Laney had just come back. Um, from uh, visiting her friend and just got into your arms and just cried and everything like this. And it is tough. It is tough tough getting in there, but you know, she's, she has found her niche here in trustful. And, you know, apparently since she has a music teacher that reminds her of me, I mean, Oh That's my really. We won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. Oh, I can't believe you we do will, that. I know. Did you love that? Um, here's what Jerry says. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Um, I'm not jazz hands. No, you're not. <laughs> Jerry says while the transition of ministry can be painful, what you leave embedded in the souls you have taught, what you go into will receive the newness and freshness of ministry. And I think that's the that's kind of the thing. Um, that you have when you change in ministry. You know, you mentioned something a second ago that I kind of wanted to mention. You know, you were talking about moving. You got 20 years of stuff, and you're getting rid of. Sometimes we can hoard things in ministry, <laughs> you know, for being in – since you've been in ministry 20 years, you got a lot of stuff. you got a lot of background. you got a lot of things. And sometimes we can hoard some of those things. And sometimes moving to a fresh place and getting a fresh start mm-hmm. gets you a chance to clean that out too. It does. And it's not just stuff. It's it's um, the way of thinking, right? You know, the way of ministering and the ways of of working relationships. And so, uh, it, it's easier to, for me to make it a little different because now I'm not just a youth minister anymore. I am a youth minister. Uh, I teach the teenagers, and um, uh, and it started really small, and uh, it's, it's it's actually growing. Is that, I say you've doubled. You have doubled now in the it's two, working two out. months. It's yeah. working out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really cool. But uh, but also with with the connection side of it all, mm-hmm. and we'll get into that, what that means in the future weeks, I'm sure. But it's just connecting the community and just getting to know people. Um, and the great thing here is is we have visitors every Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure most congregations do, but but with with the plethora of congregations in this town, mm-hmm. you know, we have visitors every Sunday. Young couples, you know, mostly we, with the UAB um, being so close and Sanford so close. We get um, students coming in for graduate degrees and things like that, and so postgraduate degrees. And so, so it, you, you meet a lot of people, and um, and um, and even even people that you didn't know before that you had connections with you didn't know about. Right. You know, like uh, I, don't, I hope it's okay to mention this, but the McDaniel's, um, you know, Philip and Julie, they've been attending here for four mm-hmm. weeks, mm-hmm. and so uh, it's, it's been great having them here. And never knew them, but they're connected and even related to people that I'm related to, and from back in uh, in Montgomery. Um, so uh, it's really cool. To, to meet people and to have that opportunity to have an impact on people so quickly. It is, you know, and, and, and I like one thing that Jerry did say um, in there of you do leave a piece of you behind in, in what yeah. you're doing. Um, oh, Daniel's listening. He says, our audio needs more juice. Okay, Daniel, we can do that. Like volume. Yeah, there you go. We'll work on that. Um, Thank you. 
it does. It does give you a chance to kind of reset and 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 to uh, you leave what you have behind. I, I know when we were at AIMCON this year, and um, uh, the group from Calhoun was there, mm-hmm. and, and so it was kind of cool to see all them and and to see uh, if I can say legacy. Does that sound a good word um, of what you leave behind? Yeah, yeah. Uh, of what you yeah, leave behind and everything. It, it is. It's it's a wonderful time, but it's also a time to get fresh and get fresh. That sounded bad. This sounded bad. That sounded real bad. <laughs> Oh my word! Welcome back. Yeah, it's been it's been a few months. Um, we got um, uh, uh, got another comment here. Regina says, "I think change can be good. Sometimes you need change to see what God wants you to be. Look back on your life and see how, wow, if I had done not done so and so, I would not have met so and so and done so and so. Faith over fear. Faith can help you move mountains." Well, and like you said earlier, it's the impact you make in the lives of others. Um, and, and, and I'm still getting phone calls, and I will for years and years. The 20 years I've been in ministry, uh, I've, I've done, you too, mm-hmm. we've done um, marriage ceremonies of kids, and you've been there for, you know, kids who, who actually have, have babies, and, and they grow in, and it's, it's crazy. It shows how old we are. But, uh, but you, you still be, are able to be a part of the lives of those you've left, and um, hopefully made a an impact that uh, has helped them in a spiritual way, in a great way. And so it, it gives you um, that fuel to continue to work hard and continue to, to build those relationships and to do what you can for the Lord's kingdom. That, absolutely. Um, Raul actually has a question, and he said maybe it'd be good for another future show, is how do you plug in the visitors um, that you get here? Because I know that's one thing that you're mm-hmm. really working on here, of, of, of getting everybody plugged in mm-hmm. um, with with what they're working on i'll tell you right now honestly uh daniel carrington is probably the best the best at that because uh <laughs> i hope it's okay to give out all our secrets here um sure but when we have visitors um you know we meet them we greet them uh nine times out of ten we'll be asking them to go to lunch with us and we've done that with a, a number of them uh and, and and he and mandy you know they'll, they'll have them over um, have folks over on the weekends and and have dinner with them and, and build those relationships with them but also we'll get on facebook and we'll find them. We'll, we'll we'll friend them, and we'll get to know people, and we'll connect and send messages. There have been times people have actually, after a sermon that even Daniel has, has preached, people will send him a message and comment on, on the great message, and and that starts that communication. So we're blessed that, that sometimes it's us initiating it, but sometimes it's not, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think um, that tells us the classes you teach, um, the, uh, the the sermons you preach. And even even the people you sit by in the pews, whether you're uh, a part of public service or not, right. you make an impact in the, in the lives of those people. Um, but you need to talk to them, and you need to make make those contacts. The big thing we do around here is is make them meet four people. Uh, if mm. you have a visitor that, that meets four different people, then um, it's hard to pull away from those built relationships. And so, so it's a it's a good thing. It's a, I'm, I'm learning stuff from Daniel as far as that goes. And, <laughs> Daniel and, uh, says we stalk people. It's awesome. It's really good. I didn't know how far I could go with what we say, but, but it, we do. We, we want to know people, and uh, we get that visitor list on Monday. And and uh, and uh, props to Jan, um, our, our new secretary, uh, and Patsy's uh, training her, and, and and Jan's in there, and she gets it to us on Monday, and we're going down that list, boy. Uh, we we uh, we make contacts. The biggest thing you can do to lose uh, visitors is allow them to come in the door and leave, and and never talk to them or, or say hi and bye. And never try to follow up. You need to do the follow up. Hey, Jeremy Pate's got an interesting point in here. And, and and Jeremy, your point that you have is exactly actually when I first moved to Faulkner was exactly how I felt too. 
He says this, we are excited about our move to AP, which if you don't know the work of Apologetics Press, mm-hmm. you need to. Um, and I'm about <laughs> to be sure. a regular church member for the first time in nearly 20 years. Mm-hmm. And he said, any advice from anyone? Enjoy um, it. Yeah. I, I know that... Uh, any congregation, I'm, I'm going to brag a little yeah. bit, any congregation will be a benefit to having the Pate family there. I just want to say that. It's a working family. And and Jeremy, just know as you visit around that area, a lot of good opportunities, a lot of good congregations to visit, be a part of. Um, they know you. They're going to know mm-hmm. you, and they're going to know you're a worker. Um, and if you want to be a regular member, make sure that you're a regular member. Make sure, and, and you want to teach classes, you can teach a class. Don't let them over. Don't let a congregation overrun you, overtake you, and turn you into a, a part-time youth minister if that's not what you want to do. Um, you have a big job at AP, and, and God bless you for it. And the talent's incredible. Right. But uh, but make sure that you're not overextended and other things to where, and you know this, to, to where, where family um, starts to struggle, and then we fall back in the whole thing we, we did before. Right. So it's a different situation because, again, you're doing something that most of us can only dream of um, in, in being that member, but also having that different kind of job, that different mm-hmm. kind of situation. Uh, make sure they know you're there to help, preach occasionally, do some stuff occasionally. Uh, teach occasionally, but make sure, you know, to keep everything straight. It's tough. I, it, I would think it'd be very difficult for a guy like Jeremy, who's been in it for so long, all of a sudden not to, and not want to jump back in there, you know, even with other stuff going on. So that's, that's a challenge, and, uh, and God be with you on that. I'd recommend to you, Jeremy, of this. I know when I first moved to Montgomery and Paul was like, hey, we can get you lead singing. I was like, no, I won't take six months off of doing nothing. Yeah, I did try to do that. Though. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but a six yeah. months off of doing nothing and just sitting there and observe, ob- observing, just being like you said. I hate to say it, kind of a regular church member because a lot people. of time, like either um, whether you know leading singing all the time or preaching all the time, you know, or you're worried about the kids all the time. Mm-hmm. Of just going and be like, wow, I can just go to. This going to sound. This may sound bad, and I don't mean for it to sound bad. But I get to just go to church. And go to worship. So bad. I can go to worship and yeah. and everything, and 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 yeah. and, and it is kind of a therapeutic rest time. Um, just kind of take a break. So uh, definitely don't 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 feel pressured that you have to jump right in and do something. Right, that's what I would recommend. Definitely, and all that. But it is, you know, it gives we got a lot of people with fresh starts coming. Mm-hmm. The the great thing, and I appreciate everybody in our comments. The great thing about our show is that. We don't just take wisdom from the two of us. We take wisdom from you, and we're, we're just glad you joined us to be a part of say, this. Do we have any wisdom? Not much, but, uh, <laughs> but we, we thank y'all for, for uh, making Uh-oh. those comments being a part of that. Um, Somebody's calling you from Oklahoma City, Paul. Yeah, they don't know what I'm doing right now, I guess. I'll be in Oklahoma City in, a, in a, um, October. Yeah. First weekend in October. Cool. Um, Colin's asking this question. said, you got any tips for ministers as you start a new work? I have said um i have said don't try to change i can't ah this thing's gonna want to be angry um i can't read it all <laughs> i can't read it all because it won't open up for me oh okay <laughs> sorry sorry colin we got any tips for a new minister starting a new work colin is uh the new youth minister at the austinville church of christ i'm assuming he's probably asking about jumping into a new work that's had a previous work and not jumping in and just changing everything all over. oh yeah uh youth ministry 101 don't don't change, don't change everything. Uh, me with uh, your your youth deacons, I'm pretty sure you have them. If I know the Austin congregation, there's probably some deacons there you work with, and your elders. Uh, find out what the sacred cows are. Find out what's not. 
uh, if there's some things that they don't want to change. One thing I know they don't want to change is exposure you can't. They want you to continue to do that. So keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> you could be a team leader. Brendan Chance is watching. I'm sure he'll write you down as a team leader. But um, but other than exposure youth camp, Amcon, you know, I think everything else is um, pretty open. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, find out what they what they enjoy. Find out what the parents feel like is good for the kids, um, and and find out what you, where you get your most support. And, uh, and and keep that in mind. As long as the benefits of the church, benefits of kids, yeah, that's what you do as a youth minister. Um, but but don't go in there and ch- change everything. I mean, that, that, anybody who goes into a place and changes everything is is due to fail. Yeah, um, because you're, you're going to set up road barriers to them. You always endure, endure the. Um, uh, you endure and endear. So uh, so uh, understand that a, you, you're following a good guy, mm-hmm. and so um, make sure and love him and uh, and never disparage him. And um, and encourage um, um, that work that was done, but and then start your work fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about what has happened; it's what what's going to happen now. And um, and really, this is for anybody starting in any congregation. Really get to know your elders, get to know them on a personal level. Um, they're not going to want that. Uh, in most cases, they don't. Some cases they do, but um, but have have a good relationship with your elders. I think that's really important. Having that open communication. Um, love your preacher. I think you don't know that yet because you don't know who your preacher is because you're looking. But um, but the people that are there uh, love the staff, love people, and um, love your Daniel. Uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, Raul said, "I think this is really, you know, it's really it's straight to the point." He said, "Prayer is the first step." He said, "See Jesus as He entered His ministry." That's right. I mean, He went for forty days Absolutely. before He started His ministry. I'm not telling you to go for forty days and disappear, but no, but understand, he did get away yep. to go pray a lot, yep. and so there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. So keep that in part of your life, uh, all of us, because uh, every relationship's two ways. Yeah. You know, we, we we talk to him, and uh, he talks to us. So keep that going. And Colin asked, you know, because they're getting ready to start actually looking. I know for a preacher, he said, pray for them as uh, they're getting ready to um, pray for y'all and pray for him. Mm-hmm. Steve Johnson says, Paul, he agrees with you uh, to talk with the parents and see what their needs are. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's absolutely. Um, also, Mark's father, that's right, I saw this yesterday, did pass away, so our prayers are with the Posey great, family. great man. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Definitely with the Posey family uh, right now. Um, but, Paul, you know, we've been talking about new starts, and we've been talking about, oh, Kevin Pendergrass said that you're the best ever, Paul. <laughs> uh, Kevin's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we've been talking about new starts. And this would be a nice little transition over. There are a lot of people in college football in new places. That's true. Uh, that's an interesting segue there, John. <laughs> did you like that segue? <laughs> you did. That's good. good. Um, who are you thinking when you think of – there's some things in my notes, um, fail me. But uh, who, who are you thinking when you think about new people in new places? Who is, uh, who's like uh, your top three that that you think are, are intriguing to, to – follow well of course three intriguing follows three intriguing follows of new coaches that are out uh yeah okay of course i'm being a gator fan i'm definitely gonna say dan mullen that's true will he be able to turn the dumpster fire around yeah is he really the quarterback whisperer everybody talks about so um i think everybody's curious about that gene chizik had a big thing the other night said florida's a, a quarterback away you know, from, from doing there. So will he be able to do that around? I think there's some other interesting things that are out there. Um, yeah. Will Jimbo, <laughs> will Jimbo be able to do anything at A&M? 
Okay. Um, you know, he leaves Florida State where Clemson was, you know, kind of taking over, you know, the a- ACC, and Miami was having a resurgence and everything like this, and Florida State had a down, down year. And then he goes over to A&M where you have Alabama, you have Auburn, you have Mississippi State that's, that's doing well. LSU, you know, will be back. Right. You know, it's uh, it's a very interesting uh, – I think it's a very interesting move for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he's going to be able to win as much as he did at Florida State out of A&M, personally. Uh, they're, they're talking about an 8-4 year. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, he'll probably win more than he did at Florida State. <laughs> Well, from this next, from this last year. Sorry. But, uh, uh, it's probably something you would say. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but tall. seriously, I, I think A&M is, um, they're a strong, um, a strong group. They always are. Uh, but to have that, that coaching, uh, that would have been one of my calls. been interesting. And then the third one, I don't know. Will Chip Kelly really be able to do anything at UCLA? <laughs> Will he really be able to do it? You know, because he was, he was number one on everybody's list. And UCLA oh, yeah. ended up getting him. Is he really the hype that everybody makes him out to be? I, I think that'll be interesting. And I, can I throw a fourth one in here? Sure. Herm Edwards of Arizona. Okay. I'm yeah. interested about yeah. that. I am interested. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. Yeah. And so that one interested me. Yeah, Her, Herm's a good one. Um, I, I would have been with you with uh, the Dan Mellon thing, um, just that transition. But but even even the, uh, the 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 guy that came from did he come from Penn State and went over to Mississippi State? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. His name. Um, Leaves me. It leaves me. That's going to be an interesting. Yeah, that's I like going that. Be, that's going to be an interesting. Because everybody's talking big. But but another one for me. And so you yeah, the mold got him. Um, for me is uh, Mario Cristobal. Oh, uh, because interesting. I, in, in, I'm a Bama fan, but there's something about Oregon that I've always loved. Mm-hmm. Right now they're ranked number 25 in the AP top. I'm pretty sure they're, they're, they barely made it in the top 25. But um, you know, being a Bama coach, a former guy, um, having him over there to see what he does with that the talent there and and the, the awesome uniforms, you know, I'm just like a teenage boy. I'm like, uh, they got awesome uniforms. Let's go play. Uh, so, um, but 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 Cristobal has been always been a really awesome coach for Bama, and so I look forward to see what he does with with Oregon, especially in that in that conference where yeah. people are saying that this is USC's year, and yeah. that, that people yeah. are seeing them uh, in the playoff. And so, no. uh, so they're saying that. No, that's what's being said. So um, you hear it today, right that, here on the twenty fourth. That 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 um, the the Pac twelve that, that they would be the, the champs. I still think there's a situation there you got to think about with Stanford, and I still think that um, Oregon has a lot to do. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a very interesting year with all these people at new places. Um, of course, it's going to be an interesting year. Of uh, what are the biggest storylines that you see going into this football season? Uh, the, the dominance people were talking about, uh, Clemson's defense. Yeah. Um, they had so many that was put on the all American team. Um, I think is is a big deal. Uh, you know, I think, um, a big story is they're saying that, that of course the biggest thing around here is who's the quarterback for Alabama going to be. Sure. We can't go through the, through the show and not, not talk about that just a little bit. Well, I think, Paul, and we talked about it this morning, the top three teams when you're looking at it, of course, take Ohio State out of this equation for a moment, but those top three yeah. with, with – we'll talk about Ohio State in a minute. But take those top three with Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia, all three of them have quarterback battles. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and all six quarterbacks could be 
Starters anywhere. Top tier starters <laughs> yeah. anywhere in the nation. So I think that's a huge storyline going mm-hmm. into this year is what you said, especially around here, everybody's like, Tua, Jalen, Jalen, Tua, who is mm-hmm. it going to be? And and you and I are actually in agreement who we think yeah. it's going to be. Yeah, we think it's going to be Tua. We think that uh, he's shown more uh, during scrimmages and practices. Although this last scrimmage, um, the word is out that Jalen just played his heart out. And, um, and um, as I said to you earlier uh, today before the show, that, that Jalen's kind of like a Javi Lopez, you know, when it's uh, contract season, he starts playing hard and then starts hitting the ball. So, uh, so when it counts, he'll do it. But man, uh, man, and, and it's like what we discussed. <laughs> you take a guy who played 26 minutes last year and he had a good second half in the mm. national championship game and won it. So versus a guy with 26 wins. Right. So 26 wins or 26 minutes. Yeah. I mean, and he only has two losses in his college talented. career. But if you go back. And I, Obviously, and I'm like probably most Bama fans. If you have a DVR player, I probably wore out the last mm-hmm. three minutes of the, that game, which mm-hmm. was most of overtime. Um, I skip over the part where we missed the field goal, but anyway, <laughs> the overtime part. Um, and, and that's the storyline. Does Alabama actually have a kicker this year? Stay tuned, and we'll see. On scholarship, dude, <laughs> it's crazy. He's like, that won't happen again. Because Nick's like, I'll finally, finally, he missed one. He didn't think it was that important. It's that important, Nick. I'm just telling you. Um, but uh, but the big thing uh, for that is 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 where that um, I don't know they're both talented, uh, but Tua still still has the has the the, the um, shotgun arm and mm-hmm. and, um, and and last year a big problem that Jalen had I think during Auburn you showed where where he he actually gained some weight and he wasn't quite mm-hmm. as fast mm-hmm. and uh, I think that proved to be a, a downer for him on that one. But yeah, we'll see. But I think it's Tua, and um, I think Jalen, as we said before. Uh, let's give a couple, a few guarantees. We talked about Thank this you, earlier. Guarantee, you I guarantee. listened to this on the uh, on the uh, the roundtable this morning, and uh, it was interesting some of the things that were said. But uh, one of the guarantees I think for the year we're going to find is that Jalen will be, play for Bama this year, uh, but he will play for someone different in the, yeah. in the next season. Yeah, he, gradu- he graduates in December. In yeah. December, he'll do the graduate transfer rule, and and if what we think is going to happen, he'll yeah. he'll be out. That's one that I think that. Uh, that, that uh, you can you can guarantee. I got another guarantee, and and, um, and and before I said you won't believe this, and you called it. You're like, <laughs> I called really? It. <laughs> I really think Will Greer will be in New York I come Heisman so time. I think uh, so too. He was he was right around what thirty six, thirty seven touchdown mm-hmm. passes. Who does that in college? Mm-hmm. Uh, a team that can't run the ball and has an okay defense. Um, I think West Virginia's uh, Will Greer. Will uh, will uh, reign supreme, and it wouldn't shock me if he wins. It. When you look at it, it's almost like the Big Twelve um, sets up for Heisman candidates because, and I hate to say it, because I mean their quarterbacks throw it around, and they're putting up five thousand yards a game and, That's and crazy touchdowns, and and because people argue about the defense and everything else like this, but yeah, I, I think I think it will be interesting. In What's interesting though is that West Virginia was late to the ball game, so to speak. No yes. pun intended. Yep, they haven't always been the Big Twelve powerhouse but they're like we got to catch up to you people and so they did they did this past year and i think they'll continue that trend this year yeah so uh, so that's two of my guarantees mm-hmm. um what's your third what is my third guarantee i hate saying this because uh, if i say it it won't happen so i won't, I won't say that, I won't do that. <laughs> um, okay my third guarantee is there's a lot of debate over whether Washington, the Washington-Auburn game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to guarantee that the Tigers will win this game, and they will roll. They will do well. 
I don't think that the Huskies come in and do that much against Auburn. I just don't. I don't either. <laughs> I, I'm not sure Auburn's offense is going to be as as balanced and as good as last year, but they got Jared Stidham coming back. they still got some receiving yeah. core, but that defense front seven is up there with, oh. with Clemson. Yeah. And it's nasty. It's and the top it's five. Mean, and it's nasty. No doubt. Yeah. So uh, I do. I look for Auburn to, to whip up on Washington, which should be the best game of next next weekend. Oh, yeah. As, as a whole. Even though Bobby Petrino says that uh, – Oh, Louisville will beat Bama mm. by double digits. Mm. I guess Bobby, I don't know what he's trying to do. Maybe he's been drinking again or something like that. But Well, <laughs> as as I mentioned before, uh, Randy Medlin uh, and I were talking earlier this week. Uh, he, he mentioned, <laughs> it was so funny, he said, maybe Bobby fell off the motorcycle one too many he's times. He's fallen off of something one too many <laughs> times in there. Hey, Caleb mentioned, what about uh, the Huskers' uh, son, Sacred Son, coming back, Scott Frost. How do you think he will do? That would have been one of my uh, my new new coach um, yeah. um, to, coaches to follow. I think he'll do well. Um, I think uh, he, he may do more this first year than you think, but uh, not as well as he'll do in, in uh, future years. I know Caleb's a um, big uh, Nebraska um, uh, fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's it's good. I think it's good to, to, for them to have him home. I think they're gonna, they'll be behind him, and I think the the uh, morale is going to be. I just think that's it's the thing. Be well, and that's the thing I've been seeing with some of these new coaches going in, like Scott Frost, Dan Mullins, of this is mm. bringing the morale back. Yeah, um, that yeah. that traditional fan bases have lost because of it. How about? Um, well, did, they they left and they proved themselves and they came back. I, I do got to ask you this: What do you think? Um, oh, talking head at ESPN, uh, Skip Bayless said the other day that he thought Harbaugh was a better coach than Nick Saban, and Saban is overrated. But does that even make sense to you, though? No. It How many national championships sense. has Harbaugh even been to? I don't know. <laughs> Forget when. That doesn't make any sense. Well, somebody put out, and I saw somebody put on Facebook, they were putting Saban's home record, um, uh, home record, and I think he has four losses, and that person was saying that he has more national championships than he has losses at home mm. as a state of Alabama. <laughs> Tyler Bradsfield joined. He said, no way, that is that correct. They're both equally overrated. Oh, <laughs> Sounds like an Oklahoma fan. Hey, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what Oklahoma will do. Will they yeah. follow up with with the year that they had last year? Well, um, they're ranked as such. I'll just yeah, they are ranked as such so, in here. Okay, let, let let's do this talk here real quick here because I know we're getting ready to lose the battery on something here. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. Um, there's a debate right now. Uh, who's the power conference, SEC or Big Ten. SEC has more in the top, you know, the top 10. The Big Ten has those more up in the whole top 25. You know, a bigger debate has always been, even over the past few days, is how many SEC teams will actually be in the playoffs this year. When that discussion's happening, why couldn't you even look at, at the, the Big Ten about anything? What have they done? They've fallen short every single time. Well, I think they 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 hung their hat. Ohio State did okay. They, they hung their hat on Ohio State is what yeah. they've hung their hat on. I'm not sure what Ohio um, State is going to pull out with these first three games. Even if if any will be, even if Urban Meyer is there, it's tainted. Yeah, and and, and everybody's against. I mean, every team. I don't know. Okay, let me. We, you, you, got, you got your list pulled up right here. Top ten. What is the most overrated team that you see in the AP top? Well, let's 10? go right here. We have um we have uh. Penn State is number ten, mm-hmm. um, and, and and you and I have always liked Penn State. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they've been solid. Uh, I think Franklin's done some great things there. Um, the big question is, can he put, can he groom a quarterback? 
that's going to be interesting. That's going to be uh, the thing to consider there and think about. Uh, it's also known as linebacker university always. Uh, number nine uh, is Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a problem with them being right around there. No, no, I, no I, I think they'll. You know, most people think that they'll end up having sort of a ten and four year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it may be even better than that. I think uh, if if Jared Stidham can stay on his feet, I think that Auburn will do very well. Um, and it's tough to say as a Bama fan, but that's that's the way it is because the defense is so awesome. Um, and many are looking at at, at, at uh, Miami uh, as being undefeated at the end of the year. That's um, interesting. Because, of course, I have to play Clemson um, at the end. Clemson and, and Florida State be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll beat Florida State. But um, Of course, there's the thing. they got Mark Rick down there. Rick always had solid years at Georgia. And that's what they're saying. They're saying they'll, they'll go undefeated, and then when they go to play Clemson, they'll lose because it's a big game. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Mark yeah, Rick, that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's his reputation. Him, yeah. But they're number eight. But you're asking who's the most overrated in the mm-hmm. top ten. Um, you got you got Ohio, uh, Oklahoma there at uh, number seven. Um, I had a big push into the playoffs last year. Yeah, Washington, Ohio State. Mm. That Washington at six just surprises me. Really? It? Does it? It does. Yeah, it does. Wisconsin over Ohio State surprises me. Yeah. I wonder if that happened post um, post Meyer. Meyer thing. I would say overrated would probably be between Wisconsin and, and Washington. Yeah, because I think because I think after Auburn, I think Auburn will beat Washington. Oh yeah, and Washington will fall down. They'll yeah. drop out of that top ten. And I think uh, Bama and, and Clemson go undefeated all the way to the end. Um, and I will say to the Iron Bowl because it's Auburn. You never mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Although at least we're at home. It is at home. We can't beat them. Alabama can't beat Auburn. It's like I told you last year, man. That, that stadium was so rocking and, and drives me. I don't mad. know if anybody was beating Auburn that day. Yeah, it was a rough day. Let me t- okay. Let me ask you then about this because so, number three, Georgia's sitting there at number three. Give me your SEC predictions. What what do you think is going to play out here in the SEC this year? And then I'll give you mine. I like seeing what um, what's happening in Tennessee. Um, they're not there yet, but I like seeing what what what, um, what, what can happen. Uh, there, um, you know the defense will be short up because because um, that's um, coach's major thing there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I like Georgia and Alabama. I think I think that's you know I'm not going to pull against Bama. So mm-hmm. I like I like Georgia Alabama in that SEC championship game. And, um, Do you think so? You think Alabama gets to the SEC championship game undefeated? I didn't say that. Okay. I, I think I think I think if they lose to Auburn, they won't go. I think everybody in the West is going to have at least one loss. It, it is. It is. I think it's that rough. I think Bama needs to score a lot of points. Yeah. The defense isn't what they were last year. Right. Uh, well, I say that, and everybody keeps talking about the lack of depth that Alabama has. You think they have lack of depth because you don't recognize their names. Correct. But their sizes and their speed matches everybody that they just lost. Of course, they've been ripped into them. So what do you think? When one person gets hurt, we can just – Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's what recruiting's about. Mm-hmm. I mean, years and years and years of being in the top five, and that's not changed, has not stopped. You know, so so I think depth is there. You just don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, so. I think I think the East, you got to go with Georgia in the East just by oh, yeah. this. I do not think Georgia's a top three team. I'm not saying they're not a top 15, top 10 team. I do not think they're top three. I just don't. If they can they short the running, running back. People. If they can short the running back situation at Georgia, they're going to be fine. I don't know. That, that defense, again, you, you're talking about. Kirby Smart, you're talking. No, I get that. No, I get that. I'm sorry. That defense is going to be just as good. I think. Well, and I think the East, 
the, the, to me, and, and I told you this, I think the the um, variable in the East is exactly, and Gary asked earlier in the show, what do I think Florida's going to do? That's going to be the question. Is Florida going to be six and five? Are they going to be nine and four or nine and three? You know, that, that's, that's, the, that's the question that I think everybody is, is looking at is, or seven and five and nine and four, or nine and three, whatever it is in there. I, I think there is one game that they will beat, and they will keep somebody out of the SEC championship game by beating it, whether it's South Carolina, whether it's Georgia or Kentucky. Um, There's going to be a shocker because it's football. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. going to happen. So you're right. Uh, I, I get that. Um, Caleb commented about Ohio State. He said Ohio State can either rise up and win for Meyer or collapse because of turmoil. I think Ohio State wins the first two games fine. Then they play TCU on Meyer's last game suspended. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. And there's a full line of, of, of games next Saturday. And so it is. We'll, um, college we'll, football we'll, is back. We will make those picks next Friday. College football is back, and the John and Paul show is back. It is back. It is back. It, it was a little late, but I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we'll be all right. We may be in a different room next week. Who knows? Who knows? We're gonna, we're gonna, we are going to have some live locations. We've already got people oh, yeah. asking for live broadcasts. So, um, yeah, the 30th, September 30th, I think we're going to have our show. We'll probably be up in that area mm-hmm. um, maybe that Friday. A show. We'll have to wait and see on that, I guess. But um, and then uh, definitely um, on the weekend of the night when we go to Gillisville, we'll, we'll have something on that day. So, so it may not necessarily always be here, but uh, mostly here at Paradise. Yeah, I mean uh, Palisades. Oh my word! You can kill me. I like it. You kill me there, Paul. I like it. Well, Paul. Well, John. <laughs> the high pitch. Well, Paul means it's time to go, folks. Um, You've missed that. I have. I have. You should come around a little more. <laughs> Got a lot of food here. Traffic's bad, but hey, it's perfect. It's worth it. Uh, thank y'all for joining us this week. Uh, and always, if you need us, please reach out to us. Um, love you. Appreciate you. Thank you for what you do. God bless you. Have a great week. I'm John. I'm Paul Sperlin. <laughs> this is John Podine. This has been the John and Paul Radio Show. Thank you. Have a blessed week and take care. Roll Tide. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.